The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Want to fearlessly explore your creative spirit? Join artist Susie K. Edwards for Path of the Butterfly, a weekend workshop at Omega Institute's beautiful campus in Rhinebeck, New York, May 24th through 26th. Experiment with a variety of art forms, engage in mindfulness, walking, and silent meditation, and discover a new and free-flowing creative vision. This workshop is for beginners and professional artists. Learn more at eomega.org thrive. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. From Spirituality and Health Magazine, I'm Rabbi Rami, and this is the Spirituality and Health Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Our guest today, Miles Mellor, has published over 45 crossword puzzle books and has been published in over a thousand different publications. His essay, The Zen of Crossword Puzzles, appears in the July-August 2023 issue of Spirituality and Health Magazine. We are going to discuss the Zen of crossword puzzles, and I am looking forward to this. Miles Mellor, welcome to the Spirituality and Health Podcast. Well, thank you very much, Rabbi. I'm I'm really uh, looking forward to talking with you, too. We're going to talk about crossword puzzles. So I did a little research, you know, not, not too much, but I looked up some of the history of crossword puzzles, and I found out, and you can correct me if I've got this wrong, uh, that they started on the eve of World War I as sort of a way of lightening the mood of Americans as the world seemed on the verge of this global catastrophe. And I'm just wondering what you think. Is there more to the crossword than a distraction from the fraught nature of life? And if so, what might that something more be? Well, I think it is a distraction from the troubles of life. I think, you know, different people have different, I guess, goals or desires when it comes down to a crossword puzzle. There's many, many different uses for it and different ideas about it and what it's good for. And I I think a lot of people, you know, of course, you're talking about different levels of crossword puzzles. You've got easy crossword puzzles. You've got medium crossword puzzles. You've got uh, Sunday and hard, much harder crossword puzzles. So I think a lot of many, many people, when it comes to the easier version of crossword puzzles, they they really like it because it just takes them out of whatever the day's distractions or troubles are, they're going to forget about them. You know, that they can absorb themselves in solving these small problems, verbal problems, and they they lose connection with the troubles of life. And so it has a very good usefulness in that. I think a lot of other people more dedicated, unless I shouldn't say dedicated is the wrong word, because let's say people, other people would have more 
of a kind of intellectual pursuit with the crossword puzzle. In other words, they they want to expand the vocabulary. They want to have clever phrases and jokes and puns and double meanings and that kind. They're, they're expecting a lot more out of the crossword puzzle composition than just ordinary, regular words. And they're also looking at trivia and more complicated trivia and that kind of thing. And I think that's more of a competitive aspect. Um, and when you get to, you know, the, the New York Times has the American pu uh, Crossword Puzzle Tournament, you know, that's for people who want to compete with others and how quickly they can solve it and how, you know, fast their minds are going to work. Let me just jump in for a second, because the, the people who are doing competitive crosswords, let's just, I want to set them aside. Okay. They're, they're a different breed. I'm, I'm interested more, maybe because that's not me. I'm interested more in people who are doing this, not to prove their own prowess at crosswords, but because it is, well, let's just say engaging, but that, that's not the strong a word as I'm looking for. But let's just say because it's captivating, it's engaging. And, and you said, I mean, this is not, I, I'm not quoting you exactly, but you said that because people like solving these, you said, little problems. But here, here's what I think is going on. Whether the problem is little or more challenging. I mean, you know, it, it's a crossword. You're looking for the word, yeah. you know, seven-letter word, blah, 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 for, for something. It, it could be more or less difficult. And you write also theme crossword books because I have your Bible one, and I go, wait a minute. I thought I knew the Bible, but no, I'm lost. So, but <laughs> but what, what strikes me as captivating, maybe that's the word I'm looking for, what mm -hmm. makes the crossword captivating is that I know that it is solvable. Yes. Whereas most of the problems in my life are not. <laughs> I think that's an excellent uh, observation. And it is, of course, it's solvable. And, you know, I feel my, my job as a crossword writer is to make puzzles that do get solved. You know, I remember in my earlier days when I was starting out, I was kind of wanting to impress people, and, you know, have all kinds of very difficult clues and difficult um, problems in the clues to solve. And gradually over time, after a few people had complained, I realized that that wasn't what people, what people aren't looking for trying to solve a crossword they can't solve. But they are looking for something which challenges them to some degree to solve the clue. And they do know, as you said, they do know it's solvable and they do know that they can solve it. And the time they spend doing that is, it's just a pleasure. It's, 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 a, it's a stimula, it's an intellectual stimulation. It's a, a period of time when they, people can relax. Right. And, and here's another thing that I think is comforting about it. Unlike the problems in my life, which I, tend to blame on other people, but I, I know that it's not their fault. The problems in your crosswords, I blame them on you. So I, <laughs> yeah, I, right. I learned two things from that. Okay, one is I know the problems are solvable because you created them. Right. So it's not like you just made a problem out of thin air and 
and you don't know if it's solvable because you you have the solution, right? Because you start with the solution and then you make it a mystery to me. So I have to figure it out. So I know there's an answer. I know there's a solution. It's not like, and, and you know, I'm a, I'm a rabbi, so I'm interested in the Bible. So, mm-hmm. you know, in, in the book of Job, and this is going to be very off the wall, so I'm warning so our listeners. I, but I'm in the book, Job, the, book the book of Job. I'm familiar okay, with so the book of Job. In the book yeah. of Job, in the, in the end, chapters, I don't know if it's 41, 42, or wherever it starts, where God starts to pepper Job with all these questions, mm-hmm. I started, after reading your article and looking at your books on your crossword books, I started thinking, what if we took those questions that God puts to Job and we put them in a crossword format, you know, like like eight down, where were you when I created the heavens and the earth, you know, seven letters, you know, that something like be, that. That would you know. make a whole new look at crossword puzzles. Right, right. It would be a, a drastically different thing. But the idea is there's no answer to those. So, and, and so that so there, it would be a problem that I cannot solve. But in, in the case of your actual crosswords, I don't have that kind of existential frustration. I can be frustrated, but only to a point, because I know there's an answer, because I know you started with the answer. So, so that's a comforting thing. Then the other thing, and this is just the nature of crossword, because you slowly can fill in the letters, it seemed to me, and I'm curious if you see this connection or if other people have said this to you, it's like a detective story. Mm-hmm. Right? Does that, does that make sense? I watch a lot of detection detective shows on television or movies, and I read a lot of detective fiction, mm-hmm. and they drop hints and you're trying to figure out who did it. You know, I like the whodunit kind of thing. And and this seems similar. I know who did it. You're the butler. The butler always did it. <laughs> you did it. <laughs> but you, you know, you're leaving these little I, clues. I'm sorry. I think that's uh, a great analogy. I, I think I hadn't really looked at that. But it is absolutely true. It's a gradual unfolding of a mystery. Right. And you start off with, you start by trying to find the things that you would know. That's how you start solving a crossword puzzle. You look for the clues that you can look at and go, that is definitely that word. I'm pretty sure that that's that word. And then you might fill that one in, even if it is in pencil, and start making stable points in the puzzle towards the solving of the, the full mystery, which is the whole thing, you know, all of all of the things fit together and you eventually come down to a few things that you just couldn't figure out and you come keep coming back to them and then but maybe you can get one or two more connections and then finally the mystery is solved so that's a really good a really good point and it certainly pulls people along so reverse it so so turn it on its head. Mm-hmm. Not, I mean, you write crossword books. You don't write mystery stories necessarily, right. unless maybe you do <laughs> also. Right. I don't know. But so how do you construct the thing? How do you how do you make the crossword puzzle? All right. Well, I will say this. There are, there are several different, many different types of crossword puzzles I write. And when I'm coming, if I'm writing, you know, for example, the, the crossword puzzle that I wrote for Spirituality and Health, is one of my theme crossword puzzles. 
And in that case, I, I start from looking at what kind of words do I want to have in this puzzle. Obviously, the spirituality in this health. So there's a, there's a spiritual being, there's, this has a religious aspect, it has uh, also a health aspect of surviving, you know, your body surviving. Anyway, I, I start off by looking at for some words, and I start, I, I do have a, a crossword uh, software, but in the case of the theme crosswords, it's solely there to enable me to create a, a file that I can send to a publisher or editor. So in this case, I'm, I start off in the top left corner, and I put, put a, a word which I feel is relevant to, to this subject, and health, organic health. It's, it's a word that springs to mind. Okay, so I'll write organic across the top left, one across. That's my one across of the puzzle. And then I'm thinking, okay, what's one down going to be? Because now I've got an O at the beginning of organic. And maybe I'm going to go to oranges, because oranges are vitamin C-filled fruits, and that's a nice O coming down. I mean, I'm just doing this in my head right now. But this is the way I think. And uh, then I start thinking, okay, so now we've got organic. So that's a, I'm going to miss out the R. And I'm going to go to the G, and I'm and now I've got this, the A of oranges coming down was the third letter of oranges. So now I'm going to start looking at coming down with G. Okay, maybe I'm going to say now this is again I'm I'm totally throwing things out here, I'm not thinking about them very much. But I'm just trying to give you examples of how I would put together a themed crossword puzzle. So maybe genuine, genuine is real, honest. That's very relevant to spiritual health and happiness. So genuine could come down from the G of organic. Now, then I've got another interesting situation because I've got the A of oranges coming down, and it's got A blank N, and that's a little tricky. So you know, now I'm going to have to start looking at what, what can I fit in there and I'm not going to try and do that right now. <laughs> so, yeah, okay. But, but so I, I think might we get it. We get you know, I might look at that and go, hey, that's too much of a problem for me. I, I don't see a great word coming with a blank end. You could have amnio, you could have annealing, but that's the... Uh, an, but but this is what, what, I'm, what yeah. I'm hearing from you, Miles, is a kind of... First of all, I'm hearing like a free association. Right, I mean, these words are just bubbling up, and then they're they're triggering other words. So, so yes. it's a kind of well, what I said, it's a kind of free association exercise. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it sounds like it's not a, at at least in the beginning. Maybe later, when you really have to refine it and work with the grid that that you've chosen or the pattern you've chosen, mm -hmm. before you have to get to that more detailed editing process, it sounds like it's operating on an intuitive, if not subconscious level. Things are just bubbling up and you're going for it and saying, okay, this fits, this doesn't, or it, it, it's what the way you describe what happens to the person who's doing the crossword, mm. it sounds like that's what's happening to you as you're creating the crossword. Yes, I think there's another aspect to this, Rabbi, which you are kind of provoking me to think about, and it's very interesting. But I always am looking at who am I writing for? And I think you could compile, 
I try to avoid certain words. I, I just don't, I, word, negative words, I always try to keep out of a crossword puzzle. It doesn't matter who I'm writing for. I'm going to try and keep those out. Obviously, bad words, people get a, a, a very, they object to those, so keep those out. But I also look for what are the words that, they, that people will like. You know, what are they, what are their positive, what are the positive reactions they have? To, to certain words. And again, organic. I mean, organic is a great word. It's like, and uh, very few people would say, oh, I don't like organic, right? It's, it's just like, it's become such a, a, a good word in terms of healthy food and healthy way of living. So it's a great word, you know? So a lot of my choices, I think, come from selecting words I think people will like and then of course, if people like the words in the crossword, it makes it even more enjoyable. You know, a lot of words you could say, well, that's neutral. You know, like add, okay, add is A-D-D, add, okay, fine. That's just a word or table or desk or whatever. Those are just regular words. But there are other words which either have a good meaning for people or a bad meaning for people. I try and stay away from the ones with bad meanings because... Why do I want to enter that into their Sunday morning or their, their, their moment of uh, peacefulness? Well, if, if the words are coming up, if you're working on this, in a sense, if you're getting the, the person who's doing the, the crossword, if you're, work, if, if you're inviting them to work with their subconscious, and that seems how you're writing about it in the essay, The Zen of Crossword Puzzles, then you're playing around with the person's mind, the person's consciousness. And yeah, you're saying, I don't want them to walk away. And they might even not know why they feel this way, but I don't want them to walk away after they do the puzzle feeling negative because right. I slip them hate and right. sorrow and depression. I never had yeah, those in CrossFit puzzles. I just don't. I just don't yeah, right. Anxiety. Yeah, right. Because you, I mean, you, you probably could create puzzles for the for people who are just terminally happy, and you have to like bring them back into the real world. So, you know, I know, I never feels anyone like that yet. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, I get what you're saying. You're trying to because you are working with a, and you're, you're creating an attitude. In the, or a mindset in the person who's doing it, whether they know it, they know it or not. Are you ever surprised? Do you ever surprise yourself with the word that comes up? Yeah, very quite often. You know, qu quite often I will look at what fits into some. Maybe I've got two or three letters, and so I've got other gaps that I've got to fill. And I look at that, and I. I look at what words could fit into there, and and sometimes I go, well, that's a great word. You know, that, that's a really good word. Um, so yes, the answer to that is yes. I can't think of any great examples. I'm trying to think of some. Okay, uh, I won't put um, you on the spot, but okay. Yeah, that's, well, it's because otherwise it would be boring, wouldn't it? I mean, otherwise <laughs> you're. I mean, I don't know if there are computer programs that just do this. There are, I, computer, I was, there are computer programs. I can, I can address that. There are computer programs. I have a computer program. I, as regards my theme crossword puzzles, I rarely use it. I use it sometimes to search for different words to fill in gaps. 
which I can't, I can't figure something out. And I see, well, what would fit in there? I don't know. Let's check this program. I'll check that out. With the newspaper crosswords, the ones that have, which you see in the newspapers, I will use my, I have a system there where I'm, I've got to think about long phrases which go together, which is the usual format of those puzzles and fill those in. So then I'm kind of looking at how do I make 14-letter phrases or 15-letter phrase that, and these tie together. Maybe it's baseball players' names, right? So, okay, so then I look, at, look up some baseball players and see what would fit into those spaces. And then I do have a, the, the, the software enables me to fill in the puzzle around those names in different ways. So again, I would look at that and I'd go, oh, do I like that configuration or don't, do I not like that configuration? I might, I might fill one in the area myself and then look at some corner and go, well, how do I fill that in? Let's just play around with this a little bit. So yes, I do have that. I think uh, most crossword puzzle writers today have that, but it doesn't alter the fact that I will definitely look over the whole thing very closely to see to talk about to see what I'm telling you about here about how how is it going to impact onto the reader and is it suitable is it is it something that fits in with the style of that type of puzzle and that difficulty level and that individual Want to fearlessly explore your creative spirit join artist Susie K Edwards for Path of the Butterfly a weekend workshop at Omega Institute's beautiful campus in Rhinebeck, New York, May 24 through 26. Experiment with a variety of art forms, engage in mindfulness, walking, and silent meditation, and discover a new and free-flowing creative vision. This workshop is for beginners and professional artists. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. I, mean, I, I was thinking... And I, I didn't, maybe I should have, but I, I didn't look, I didn't check this out in advance. But mm-hmm. I was just thinking while you were talking, like the, the AI, the, you know, chat GPT, all that stuff uh-huh. that's coming yeah. out. And, you know, people are, are saying, geez, so many jobs could be replaced by this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I can ask chat GPT or the art version of it to, you know, paint me a, an apple in Picasso's blue period style mm-hmm. or something. And, yeah. and then yeah. basically I've replace Picasso in a sense, or or not really, because I needed him as a model. But my sense of it is, I I could, I suppose, you've you've done 45 crossword puzzle books, so I could feed them all into the AI, and I could say, give me a a crossword puzzle on the theme of Judaism in the style of Miles Miller. And (laughs) it it would give me something that would resemble your style. But it doesn't, my, here's my guess, but it doesn't have your soul. So no. it, it's you'll so so maybe it would do that, but then you you could still look at it and say, no, yeah. it's missing my heart. It's missing my yeah. my the flavor that is uniquely my human flavor. It can it yeah, can it, it, mimic actually, my form, but not my spirit. Yeah, totally true. And I did actually check this out. Oh, okay. Because I was curious. And I got a chat GPT. I 
it was quite funny because I said, do you know what crossword puzzles are? And he said, yes, I do. And then I said, okay, can you make a crossword puzzle? He said, no, I can't. (laughs) 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 So that chat GPT version was definitely not very advanced, right? And so that wasn't very impressive. I I think if if some very high-level computer programmer got together and and tried to, you know, create crossword puzzles with it. They could. They would be able to, I'm sure. But whether they could get this distinction between, you know, as you say, the human element of what type of words suit this type of person. Now, that's a way higher higher thing to think about. You know, if, if, I'm, if I'm writing crosswords for engineers, you know, I'm, I'm not going to be including a bunch of trees or birds, whatever, right? right? I, I'm trying to help. I'm trying to talk to them in their language. I'm going to be talking about bridges. I'm going to be talking about suspension. I'm going to be talking about equilibrium or pressures or stresses or, um, you know, that type of thing, because that's, that's where they're at. That's what they think about. Right. right. That's that's one of your crossword puzzle books that I'm not buying. But <laughs> <laughs> that one's not going to work for well, me. It's, actually let, not let me a, well, it's not a book, but I did write for the IEEE, which is an institution, Institute of Engineering. It's a think tank for engineers. And I did many puzzles for them. And it was very, very interesting. Really interesting. So that, that's a good lead in. I've got I've got two two things I want to talk to you about left and we're almost out of time. So I'm Yeah, okay. But 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 still I'm gonna we'll go over if we have to. Yeah. A little a little bit. But two things. So one is I, I went I went on your website, so I know you do puzzles for for you know organizations like that. But on your website, you write I was looking for well here, here here's one of the things you write on your website. Mm-hmm. You said, so as the world turns, as wars continue, as the babble of conflicting views fill our airways and news, then you say millions of people still find a simple Zen in crossword puzzles. Yeah. Okay, fine, fine. I want to finish the sentence in a sense. So as the world turns, as wars continue, as the babble of conflicting views fill our airways and news, my mission is to blank. Mm-hmm. Why do you do this? Well, I think I, I tried to express that in the article I wrote for, for your magazine. So now give it's, it to me in a, you know. It's, it, I, I guess I'm trying to spread peace. I'm trying to spread calmness. I'm trying to spread ways in which people can relax and enjoy life. And it's, a, it's very simple. It's very, it's even solitary for many people. But it's, I, I've had many, many people write to me saying how it helped them health-wise or, you know, just giving them enjoyment or helping them sleep better. Or, you know, there's, there's been different yeah. things like that. So it's like yeah. that, that's what pleases me. And I also get a lot of comments from editors and publishers talking about this is a great crossword puzzle. I love this. I love what you do. But let me let me just say to those who are listening, who go, oh no, there's no way I, crosswords. Ah, it's too frustrating. It's too. So, as someone who meditates a lot, and the meditations I do mostly are about quieting the mind and not getting wrapped up in you know thinking. 
whereas most of my life is writing books. So I'm, I'm with words all the time. One of the things that I find so, so helpful about your crosswords is that it doesn't tell me to stop thinking. It doesn't mm-hmm. tell me to give up on language. It says, here, use language in a different way. That is very Zen, though the Zen people might say, stop talking yes. about Zen. But it's very Zen, just the way you described it. It works with language in a way that takes me out of the um, the anxiety that I that I might ordinarily feel when I'm, you know, just thinking about what's going on in the world. So, so for anyone who's looking for another kind of meditative practice, just give this a shot. And, and Miles has 45 crossword puzzle books you can look at. Listen, Miles, we are, we're really over, but I just, I have to ask you one last question. Mm-hmm. It's the most difficult question, the most controversial question. Okay. So I'm just going to give it a straight. What is your opinion of Wordle? That's that's a very good question. I actually have a, a kind of amusing answer for you. <laughs> yes, um, it was an amusing question, I hope. <laughs> okay, well, we're going to go over here, but I'm going to tell you a little story about Wordle and, and me. I was on a, a trip with the family, and one of my my nephews said, yeah, yeah, I'm going to do some Wordle. I said, "What? What? what's that? And he said, there was this game, you know, the New York Times made this game called Wordle. So I, I said, okay, show me, show me what it is. Let me, let me take a look. Well, he showed me what the game was. And for some reason, my instant reaction to it was, I think I could solve that. So I spent three hours <laughs> making little grids of words and sit, looking at what are the common letters and what, how would how could is there a way of doing a sequence of letters that would always solve Wordle? And I actually came up with a pretty good sequence, which had 22 letters which filled in the Wordle grid. And there's only a few that it didn't have, which were, as far as I remember, Q, X, Z, and something else, V maybe. Uh, anyway, so I, 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 I started, then I started to apply that to the Wordle puzzles that were coming up. And I did it for a few, I did it for about 30 days. And I was solving it every day. So though, this is, that's interesting. And there's a, there's a gentleman I know in San Diego, CBS 8, who was just, he had some trouble. He'd been having some health problems. And he came back to work and he called me up because he'd interviewed me before. And he said, Hey, Miles, you, you know, can we? Do, I said, What? Well, this Wordle, I'm looking at this. He said, Well, can we do something on Wordle? I said, Okay, fine. <laughs> we can do something. Yeah, I, I, I feel I've maybe solved it, right? Anyway, we did a whole <laughs> show about it. And he said it was the most watched show on CBS 8 that month. That's you have to understand. That's the local station. It's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get it. But still, yeah. it was the most. And and he said what also was very, very surprising was that like it was kind of fifty-fifty of people loved you and fifty percent people hated you. <laughs> of course, because <laughs> I was spoiling the fun, right? Yeah. Well, you know, it turns out in the passage of time, I did notice that after I put, I had that interview the New York Times started making them harder. (laughs) (laughs) 
and they started making puzzles that didn't that my 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 solution didn't fit right it did it didn't solve it it was like i'd have to guess at the end between what whether it was this word or that word but anyway it was a funny interlude in my life i i don't solve wordle anymore it was just a it was just a kind of a a uh, amusement, amusing thing for me to dabble into. But I, I was just curious if, <laughs> what your what your well, you hit a nerve, was. Rabbi. You there you go. There you go. I thought <laughs> I thought I might. So our guest today, Miles Miller, almost world buster. <laughs> has published over 45 crossword puzzle books. He's been published in over a thousand different publications. His essay, The Zen of Crossword Puzzles, appears in the July-August 2023 issue of Spirituality Health magazine. You can learn more about his work at ilovecrosswords.com and at milesmelor.com. Miles, thank you so much for joining us on Spirituality and Health Podcast. Well, thank you so much. Really, really, really enjoyed your talk and your questions. Thank you. Well, thanks. It was delightful talking with you. Spirituality and Health Podcast is produced by Ezra Baker Trupiano, and our executive producer is Zach Avery. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a five-star rating on your podcast app. And if you're not already a subscriber to Spirituality and Health Magazine, please become one at spiritualityhealth.com. From everybody at Spirituality Health Magazine, we thank you for your support. Hi, I'm Liz Winter, and I have been a medium and a spiritual development teacher for over 30 years. On my podcast, All Aboard the Medium Ship, I want to share the message with you that there is a wealth of love and comfort available to you from the spirit world. On my podcast, you can experience this comfort and peace for yourself through gentle guided meditations and helpful messages. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you never miss an episode. Part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network.